Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. <laughs> Shayna is back Girl Shayna is back I was waiting for that intro song I thought you was going to hit us with Gigolo You were like oh, sorry. <laughs> My hands up high, my feet down low And this the way we Gigolo 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 That was like Eighth grade, and be like, "Hey, Sydney, yeah, your mama's on the phone, or no, your boyfriend's on the phone. I know what he wants. He wants my lips, my hips, my booty, and my something. Like it was okay. Ridiculous. Wait, I don't know that part about your boyfriend on the phone. We oh, do that. Yeah, we have to be like, we might be like, "Hey, Shayna, yeah, you know you bad, yeah, you know you like." It might have been something like that, but it wasn't like. Your boyfriend's on the phone and he called to leave a voicemail. And I know, know what he wants. Yeah, right. <laughs> now we were saying all of that. I don't even know how we got there, but we definitely did. That's just kind of like an example of telephone, that game where, you know, when things get passed down and it just changes. The more it gets passed down to somebody else, because y'all singing a whole new, a whole different tune from us. You know, I don't know why, but. It'd be like that, state to state, different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Same idea, though. Right. <laughs> That's the same thing with the, um, I don't want to go to Mexico no more and more and more. There's a big fat policeman at the door. door. We were talking about that with the whole border thing. <laughs> and it was like, is that about immigration? But then, like, as we were talking about it, so many of my friends sang a different version of that. It was like, he'll grab you by the collar, make you scream and holler. He'll grab you by the collar, make you pay a dollar. He'll, you know, so many things he was doing to the Border Patrol man was doing a lot to the fugitive. Right. So just all crazy. Mm -hmm. But anyway, you're back in America. Where have you been, Shayna? You know, I've just been out here, West Africa to be exact, Ghana. <laughs> Come on, now. and that's and that's an East African song. You have to give us. <laughs> yeah, I've been in Ghana and Nigeria for the past two. Wait, weeks. what's that? Hold on, wait, what's that burner song I like? Wait, hold on, hold on. Let me play that burner song I like because that's where you was at, bitch. You funny. Yeah, 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 you know, it's bittersweet to be back, but it's a blessing to have really been able to travel to West Africa twice in a year, actually, you know, bless up, and it was nice, different experiences both times, getting to see different parts, so, when you were leaving, was it one of those feelings like, dang, I wish I could stay for a little while longer? Or was it like, actually, I'm cool. Like, I'm good. I'm good to go back home. Because, you know, sometimes yeah. when you leave in countries like, give me the fuck. Yeah, I think by the time it was time to go, it was definitely time to go because the budget was almost up. Like, right. We had to get out quickly right. because things were getting hectic. <laughs> budget wise like and the exhaustion you know it really started to kick in towards those latter days right. so 
and the anxiety of wanting to make sure all your shit gets back stateside safely unscathed no lost luggage after everything that you bought because i literally came home with a whole separate suitcase of shit like it was crazy but okay so you don't have to detail the entire 14 days that you were gone but (laughs) if you just want to give us like maybe two peaks and two pits of your trip okay two peaks i will say this voice thing y'all we don't have to explain you know you know the deal right this is not the first episode where one or the other has been like this so let's let's not even spend too much time on that but i would say one of the peaks was the nigerian wedding that i went to also known as awambe another highlight for me was Mm, I want to say Afrochella. I'll give you those two highlights simply because Afrochella, it was just great. Like they came through with the crazy installments where you can take amazing photos in front of these beautiful art displays and things like that. Unfortunately, I didn't get the opportunity or luxury to take photos in front of them because I was too busy manning the section it was wild in that sense, and I would say yeah, that I, I would be. Yeah, I still don't think I fully understand. I would say that was a pit. That. that was a pit. So while Afrochella was a peak, the pit of it was really needing to man your section like a, you know, guard it because people was getting wild. Like other, you know, each section VIP section had a host. That would cater to them, give them their, you know, hors d'oeuvres and their drinks. They should automatically know what that was. They didn't know. They didn't even know what food we wanted, even though we ordered it ahead of time. So it was almost like we had to, like, go off the top of our head. Yeah, and it was, like, more like, oh, we want what they have. Like, showing what another section had, because we saw they were set. Another thing was, other people's hosts were taken other people's vip couches to set up their own vip section so people's excuse me people's couches were getting stolen people's bottles were getting taken like i had to really like say excuse me there should be eight bottles i see seven where's the other couch that was here like so it was just a lot of like things wrong logistically and that prevented me from really being able to go out and enjoy because everybody else was out enjoying and I'm not really shading them because it's like no one knew you know except for the people who were around right so that happened um and that sounds like black people though that's why black people can't have nice things it's like would they be stealing couches out the section at Coachella? I think the fuck not. No, that it, there would be enough, right? But this is just, you know, a learning curve for them. Hopefully, yeah, they pick up on the feedback, the reviews that have been given. But overall, I feel like it was great. Great to see all the melanin in one place, the fashion. Like, people really came out to like. They didn't come to play like at yes, all. Yes, I'm so happy to hear the fashions were on point. They did yes. not come to play. Like a lot of people came out with, you know, their traditional pieces. They got things custom made. So you have one more pit. Yes. That pit would be um uh, another pit would be when I was in Nigeria. I really thought that I was gonna like have this amazing meal at the hotel. It was an Asian restaurant, Chinese, and I thought it was going to be great. They had duck. I ordered that. They had a seafood pasta. Ordered that. And the duck wasn't what I expected at all. Like, it was just sad because I paid a lot for it. And it's not like, you know, being in the States where if you don't like it, you don't have to have it. Like, it was just kind of like I had to deal with it. The pasta was good. Dumplings were okay, but I was just really sad about the duck. What what Asian restaurant you know that has pasta? Well, not pasta. It was noodles. Sorry. Okay. 
wrong word it was noodles yeah that makes a big difference yeah i'm over here thinking that you had a seafood linguine no 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 i honestly thought you were gonna say your 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 pit was that wig wow that was <laughs> i hated that wig, really dog. a wig like I, it was it's really... like when you were still in america i didn't hate it I was like, mm-hmm. okay, she'll be fine. Like, good as like a little, you know, cute little toot toot toot. Mm-hmm. Seems like as soon as you got to Africa, they was like, get these braids, bitch. It get was really hot. It was hot. It was really hot, and it was hard to maintain the wig. I don't know how people did it, but also they don't really use the glue. They just kind of put it on their head and keep going. I don't know how. I don't know how you can do that, but. <laughs> I could not take it. The wig lasted all but three days. This is my first time wearing a wig. Yeah, it's really, really for the birds. It's yeah. not me at all. Like, I did not like it. It was fun, actually, in the beginning. Like, I liked it. Even, like, in um my first day or two in Ghana, I still liked it. But after that, when the partying had started started and the liftage wanted to start and then it was like there was no glue or waterproof got to be glued nothing was holding that down and i'm like probably because you were never cool enough to actually dry off and let it set again yeah it was probably just always hot yeah and that was really problematic for me so it was cute for what it was. Like the photos were fine, but overall, I hated it. <laughs> hated it. I did. And I just felt like as soon as I got the braids, I could just kind of chill. And I like those styles of braids you got. Thank you. This was actually on my list of things to do for braids. I'm like, why not? Well, I'm glad you had a wonderful time. I, too, got out of town, but not out of the country. I went back home mm-hmm. for the break, and it was fun. I had Wait. a nice break. Um, some parts of it were kind of, like, boring, I guess, because, you know, that's just, like, being an adult when there aren't any little kids around. And Christmas is really, I feel like, gassed up. It's so much bigger when you're younger. And when you get older, it's just, it can be kind of just, like, regular, you know? So, some some days, like, I would say Christmas Eve, I found myself being real bored. And Mm -hmm. just, like, okay. Yeah. I don't feel festive. I don't feel anything. Mm -hmm. But then on Christmas Day, it was, like, you know, very exciting because of Jordan, really because of Jordan, my niece. Right. Who is just the sweetest little thing. And she got um, an iPad and my sister. Well, she opened gifts at her house. But my sister recorded Jordan opening up her her iPad and her Apple Pencil. And she just like burst into tears. So that we all burst into tears. And it was just super cute. Mm. And then she came over to our house and got to open more presents. And she loved my gift, of course. My gift was ranked top three gifts of the holiday so you know go me and also her gift to me was in my top that was like my favorite gift of this year she commissioned a piece of art a portrait of me as like an anime like she's into anime now so it's like a kind of like emo girl like Mm -hmm. she she literally Worked with an artist. The artist drew the portrait and then she colored it. And it's so dope. I can't wait to put it on my wall. She got it framed and everything. I'm like, yo, that is fucking lit. How cute. And she's doing that at the age of 12. 12. Like already thinking about like something meaningful. That's beautiful. Yeah. So she just made my whole Christmas special my girl you know what i did forget like i just really do have this one last peak which would be the shopping period like oh good that was a peak that was a peak 
I came back with so much art for my walls and I have none, as you know. So yeah, your walls have been bare for years, for years. So I'm really excited to finally like blacken this motherfucker up. You feel me? Like, (laughs) go off, sis. I literally, that song by Tupac (laughs) in my head right now as I say that. (laughs) I forgot the name of it, but. Are you talking about when he says, like, the black of the berry, the sweetest? Not the black of the berry, but it's that song where it's like, um, hold on. Hit him up. So I fucked your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Y'all hang my art. Yes, come on now. Yes. That's the mood <laughs> that Facts. I have while I'm hanging my art pieces. But um yeah, that's it. I could go on and on, but really those those are the peaks and the pits. I'm really glad that you got a chance to really spend time home. Yeah. For the holidays. I too was home for the holidays. I traveled the day after. You were sick. Christmas, yeah. Bummer. Still with that sickness, but I'm back here with some holistic remedies. So I will be keeping you up to speed on how that goes too. Cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll just get into this Capricorn season. Happy New Year, Shayna. It is 2020. It is. 2020 happy new year boo insert whatever 2020 vision ass caption you want to give because y'all been given a lot y'all been given a lot and i should have known i should have known that it was going to come to this i made it y'all were gonna do that yes and i feel you with the vision board i I support you i'm just talking about all the corny ass cliche captions about my vision is clear in my 2020 you know i can see i i I never thought (laughs) fetty wop talking about i've never seen 2020 before like okay is it is that a blind joke (laughs) (laughs) about 2020 right i've never seen more clear 2020 Mm -hmm. like you said this last year in 2019 Right. It is a lot of the same energy around the new year, but I know last year and even the year before, I was definitely on some y'all are dumb for making resolutions. I didn't make any resolutions, but I just was last year and the year before, I definitely noticed myself being like, this is just another day, another year. Like, it's no big deal for the beginning of the year. But this year, I'm definitely feeling like, the top of the year let's fucking go and i really think it has a lot to do with the fact that your girl's about to be 30 you know in nine short months less than nine months your girl will be 30 years old in this thing wow yeah like i'm an adult i feel like this is the first year that i'm like full-blown adult I'm grown, grown. Like, you literally can't tell me shit. I'm I'm not that young. I'm right. young, but I'm not that young. Right. Wow. This is like the 30s. What is that about? Whoa. 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 Are you okay? feeling a shift? Are you feeling different? That's what I'm saying. I feel like at the top of this year, I'm kind of like, all right, like, what is the real 10-year plan? What is the real, you know what I mean? Like, thinking bigger picture Mm -hmm. now that I'm 30. I definitely feel like I'm bigger picture. I am retiring in 30 years or less. Like, that shit is really clear in my... Right. There. Feels real. I'm amongst my peers with these old ass bitches out here. Amongst your peers with these old ass bitches. (laughs) So I just got (laughs) it. It's just a different world out here, Shayna. It is. 
And speaking of a different world, we need to know that that next eclipse is coming right around that corner. It'll be on the 10th, January 10th. That's Friday. There's going to be a lunar eclipse? Yes. A lunar or a solar eclipse? Lunar. Can we see it in America? I'm not quite sure. Um, I feel like that is like a crucial piece of information, Chena. 2.23 p.m. Eastern time. We'll s- we won't see it. That's when it'll take place, but I don't know if you'll be able to view it from... We won't be able to view it. It's in the middle of the day. The moon's not out then. Unless you have some special... Telescope. Telescope. But, okay. I'll be in New York. You can't see shit. You can't see the sky in New York. What you what, what you should know is that this lunar eclipse will be emotionally charged and carrying it strong release energy, like... We will fill our emotions tenfold and in ways we never thought possible. Don't be surprised if you have vivid dreams and feel things that you normally don't. Pay attention to what rises up from your past. Old relationships, habits, patterns, addictions, perspectives, and limiting emotional beliefs. They are revisiting us for a reason and a purpose. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah. Because it's saying like pay close attention to those things. And I feel like for me that relates to just health and eating properly and doing what I said I would do. Yes. Same. You know, because I knew that when I traveled to Africa, I would lose weight. I knew that off the bat because I just knew I would no longer be consuming these ridiculously processed foods because that's what happened last year. And I came back five pounds lighter just off the strength of not being here, period. Like, I didn't even do anything where it's like, oh, I'm about to not eat carbs there because technically that's all I was eating, right? But just the fact that I was there and not having processed food, it was just much much easier to like digest and take in. So and now, you, so now you're saying that it's your charge to keep that momentum going. Exactly, and now I have to kind of like actually work to you know keep going down the right path instead yeah. of just going back to my old. I'm like right in that same boat because really, like I'm I'm kicked off this new year with this like accountability challenge with my coworkers and now I'm going to New York and like normally when I would go to New York I would eat whatever because I'm eating at restaurants every day like not cooking or whatever but now I'm like gonna push myself to actually be picky with what I eat while I'm there because I want to keep going with what I started this week like right. I don't want to just really just bullshit completely Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i already know i'm gonna be drinking so i need to be responsible with the food part and on top of that like it's all about health first and i'm like definitely about that like i met with this nutritionist and you know like she like set up this thing like this account for me where i basically look at some foods on things ideas on other ways to eat And, like, I was, like, even showing, like, you know, looking into, like, a lower sodium diet as well just to help with blood pressure. Not saying that my blood pressure is sky high, but it's definitely higher than it's usually been. So, something to pay attention to. And, yeah, like, it's just crazy because I can relate to that lunar eclipse and, like, Watching out for old habits, addictions, and things like that. Okay, Eclipse. Let's go. So, you know, the, and also with that Eclipse, the moon will be in Cancer. 
and sitting opposite the sun, Mercury, Pluto, and Saturn and Capricorn. So that sounds like that's mad shit happening because I just said like hella planets and hella signs. But the overall point is this is supposed to be transformative and painful. You know, like issues surrounding home, career, and like masculine energies along with feminine principles will be highlighted. So that's sort of the theme and the tone for this time. Like anywhere from Friday, January 10th. And you know, the effect probably takes like it goes on for like up to what four days after that or five yeah so i would say it's really a good time to like take advantage of this and set some some goals for yourself wow i don't know what's going on outside of my home but i thought something was on tv girl i'm no, like what in right the world? it's not that's out there girl i don't even know them anyway really take advantage of this time oh and not even like it's more than four or five days it's saying these are the most potent two weeks leading up and on the day of so we could we could be getting into this right now even though it should have been two weeks before but you could be getting into it as early as now damn right Okay, well, let me pay attention. Take heed, y'all. But aside from that, y'all, it's Capricorn season, you know? Like, give it up for the Capricorns. (laughs) We know many. I know a lot. And I'm going to see Chantel and Tariq this weekend. Special birthday shout outs to Chantel, Tariq. Chanel, my sister, Jess, Jocelyn, like we know Capricorns. My co worker, Cece. No cat, right? (laughs) (laughs) Everybody is a fucking Capricorn, right? But anyway, since we're into it, we're just gonna end on this note. Your X-rated horoscope for 2020 is here, Capricorn. (laughs) I'm done. Put it on me. You're a sucker for sweet talk, Capricorn. Communication ruling Neptune moves through sensitive Pisces all 2020, influencing you to use language to have your needs met. Prioritize laying down ground rules with your sexual partners this year so that you can enter the bedroom feeling secure and safe. Are you looking for the best nights to get busy? Mark 2020's full moons in your calendar as the moon rules your romantic side. Use these brilliant phases to help channel redirect your sexual energy. Ruling Saturn inspires you to test new positions and sex toys starting March 21st when he moves into adventurous Aquarius. Excuse me. (laughs) Make sure that you're being clear about your expectations from sexual partners beginning June 22nd when chatty Neptune moves retrograde into Pisces. The sun lights up your eighth house of sex on July 22nd, helping you to think more actively about your sensual side. So you got a lot going on for you this year, Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to hear the stories from my fellow friends on how that unfolds. Lay down the rules totally sounds like something Capricorn would already do, though. Absolutely. And I feel like I can already see the connections as I, you know, I speak, I speak to these Capricorns on the reg. I can, I can totally see this. And when we get off the show, we're going to keep that same energy. Right. (laughs) Don't let me forget to tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm like, wait, did I miss (laughs) it? 
Um. So yes, that's what we going. That's what we dealing with for sign language. All right. Well, now it's time for nosy news. All right, y'all. I'm not even gonna do too much. I am gonna go in order from first to last of importance, I guess. Donald Trump killed someone very important in Iran, and now there could be war. And there will likely be war, and there's already been killings and deaths, and a bunch of bad stuff has already happened since he killed this person. So... I don't even know. Like, I don't even, what are your thoughts? Like, what, where are you at with this? I know you've been gone. How, what have you heard? What do you know? All I know is that Trump did something without consulting with Congress. Congress. And it's like definitely something of like a terrible thing because he killed someone of great power. He killed Iran. the second most powerful person in. Iran and I just can't even believe this is happening like yeah he gets impeached I I can't believe Christmas happens and then he starts a war Mm -hmm. to deflect from the fact that he's impeached yeah and then on top of that to start a war when you're supposed to be preparing to get up on the stand (laughs) and testify is like literally psycho like just that part alone is psycho aside from the fact that now on top of all that all these soldiers are getting deployed there's already been attacks on a u.s base in um another country i want to say like i forget where it's at but another kenya yeah like you're it's already some shit going wrong it's already people losing their lives or becoming severely injured so it's kind of like or not even i mean just like having to live in the in the fear of being sent to war it's like really psycho that we're even at this place i can't believe it i'm 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 in disbelief as well i definitely yeah, am and it's like who even i'm i'm really not looking forward to what happens next with this because right. it just seems like no you know of course everyone's in panic and thinking oh shit another 9-11 is gonna happen like right I mean just, even I was thinking that I'm like damn I'm going to New York this week like what if they try right to do like to everything New York? yes like I was it was crazy because my family's texting me while I'm over there like every time you go over there something always something crazy always happens I'm like my nigga it's not even over here it's over yeah. there where you are <laughs> like right. you need to be afraid there. I'm like you need to be afraid for being in America right now rather than being in Africa like right or in Ghana Nigeria whatever like I'm I just was it's just crazy I'm not happy about the place that we're in but it's just like of course of course like this impulsive ass president it's just crazy to me like and they and then for me I just started thinking they always talk about how the president is just a figurehead he doesn't have much power he can't do anything but this guy was able to do this without just carte blanche like whatever just, yeah just okay yeah send and the it missile just over really drop the missile like, on white power and like yes. just what you can do yes. because and obama do, and like to do it, really and to do it before they are back in office from the holiday like that is just so sinister like yeah it's really sick as fuck and then so on top of all of that you know, black people decided to cope with it with these fucking World War Three memes. And when I tell you they have been some of the funniest memes I have ever experienced on the internet. Out of control. Like, why is the internet this way? I have I come across so many of these to you, memes. I have wept this week. It's terrible because I've been... Tears of laughter. Tears of laughter. I've been entertained and I know that, you know, there's been a lot of feedback about 
this is not something to it's joke not with. something to and joke it, about and i it's feel not. you it's really not but it's just like honestly la- laughing at pain that's really all i've ever known like and somebody said it or yeah you were you commented on it in the group chat like black people just can't sit in sadness like that's just not something that black people do black people are not the ones i mean and this is a gross generalization there there are black people that do all the same things as white people right and vice versa but you know black people are not the ones typically and stereotypically to Mm -hmm. be closed up in the house crying on the couch Right. Crying in the bed in the dark room. That's not a narrative that you hear from black people ever. That's mm-hmm. not something that is historically attached to us. So I feel like the memes were simply a reflection of that. And when I tell you I that first day after he killed that man, oh my God. Some of the best memes I've ever seen in my life. I was I I was literally no, like yes me, this man, is me when they had the guy after they shipped my body back <laughs> dancing to that song like hey he he this yo, I was so dead oh that my one, god like, that one was so good just like so many when it's time when it's your turn to jump out of the parachute and she was yes, like no! she- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god me entertaining the um the iranians <laughs> no i didn't see that one but that sounds funny <laughs> it was like a little like middle east dance, yeah. dance. <laughs> hell yeah you can see me over here bitch will be a- <laughs> oh is it gosh. iran or Iran, yo, that's so funny. Iran is so. Literally, I just had this. I just had this conversation just a second ago. Yeah, it's really. And then I was like, that sounds very nasty. That's it. Really, should be Iran. I'm pretty sure it's. It's gotta be Iran. Iran, like, (laughs) but everyone says Iran. Iran, Iran, Iran. Southern (laughs) racist, not even southern anymore, because the racists are everywhere. These racist. American people that say I ran right that shit has been all over the media that I be having to correct myself and say Iran I feel bad for the people of Iran as well because you know at least we do have the advantage of being in a first world country right but anyway that is just you know i'm gonna keep all the soldiers in my heart and my prayers and also you know just my loved ones and myself like my own safety traveling about doing whatever i need to do i just really hope that they get a leash on this guy sooner than later because the shit is really getting insane day by day um the next thing is R. Kelly has a second season of the documentary and all new information. Obviously, we know that he's under the jail right now because, you know, (laughs) it's not looking good. It's like 21 charges, something crazy or whatever. But just hearing like other accounts of like how they covered it up and this one lawyer that like gave all these settlements to like 50 something girls just settling with them quietly and them signing NDAs and just like all the just years and years and lie after lie after lie and cover after cover after cover it's just like how did this happen this man should have been stopped in 1990 1990 like that is 30 years ago that's Mm -hmm. insane so it's just kind of like that is fucked up but on the heels of that the fucking last two remaining girls that were with him are now at odds. One of them has decided to leave and she's coming out and she's saying that he was horrible. He lied to everyone. He had them lying on Gail King when they did that Gail King interview and everyone was like, wow, y'all are lying for this man. And they were like, no, no cry. Boo hoo, boo hoo. Everyone, everyone doesn't believe us. Now you're coming back and saying that he was in fact, coaching y'all to lie of course and there's still there's one that's holding out there's one that's still trying to hold him down and i don't understand why she's gonna go down with this ship 
but that nigga does not love you girl he loves himself everything that he does is for self-preservation and it's awful to see mm-hmm. it. I hate to see it. And they getting put out of Trump Towers. They moving on out because huh, who paying them bills? Mm-hmm. Not them record sales. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving the commentary though. Like, <laughs> Not the record sales. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy because people are still playing his shit. I know people are still playing his shit, but not enough to sustain, obviously, an, a residence while he is in prison and unable to tour and do everything else and lie and lie and lie. I hope he stays in jail. I hope that the, there's no way he can wiggle his way out. I hope that this last girl getting away from him is the nail in the fucking coffin because she's already saying that they was fucking when she was a minor. So if she will just keep that same energy Take her ass, hop on this legal train, and let's lock this man up. Let's let's shut it down. Let's fucking right. shut it down. Like, be done with it. Everything. Like, he's a. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for him. He's a sick man who unfortunately did not get the help that he needed when he was very young. He had horrible and things happen to him. And he's just getting it all now. And, but it's good that and, it's finally coming to light. I hope that he actually is able to one day admit his wrongdoing and have remorse. Mm-hmm. I really do. I really hope that he's able to have remorse for what he did to all these women because that would be the greatest justice right. of all. Yeah. But, sure. you know, that's that on that. Fuck that nigga R. Kelly. And every time an R. Kelly song comes on somewhere where I'm at, for a split second, I I might forget about the bullshit and hear the song, but it never lasts for a whole song. It lasts for maybe one chorus, and then I remember, like, okay, nigga. At Thanksgiving, um, not Thanksgiving, at the Christmas dinner, my grandfather was the DJ and he was playing, you know, certain songs like Happy People, Step in the Name of Lo- all this shit. And then I'm like looking around and I'm just like, um, I'm trying to like get the vibe of, of the fam. And I'm like, I don't know if my, I don't know if my poppy got the memo that we're right. not playing R. Kelly anymore. And they were like, they were over here like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> we could just cut that out. He was like, you know, I didn't know. You know, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. You should. Lot, there are plenty of black people who don't pay attention to none of that shit, which is like also it's a different generation. You know, a lot of yeah. people. I mean, this is this this we've known that he but was doing this but for years. But then that's like a, that's a good question though. Is it a problem if you can separate? the monster from the talent in the music is it a problem if you could do that there'll never be a clear answer to that because one of the guys even on the documentary was saying like he was like the number one journalist against r kelly this whole time like he was the number one guy and then he even said like i understand that people can listen to Step in the Name of Love and have happy memories because that was their wedding song. That was their family reunion song or their kid graduated from kindergarten and saying, I believe I can fly. It's like sometimes songs have a certain connotation to a happy time in your life. You know what I mean? Or fuck that whole like special feeling that I had from the song. So I see both sides of the argument. I know me personally, I don't have a, 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 connection to any of if I feel like if a knee if it came out that Anita Baker was out here fucking pedophiles uh, or fuck being a pedophile or doing some crazy ass shit that would be hard for me that would really it would be like wow you really want me to never listen to sweet love again like that would be hard for me but I don't have that for R. Kelly so it's like okay fuck it I don't need to ever listen to bump and grind because I know you were talking about fucking a 14 year old ugh and it's just like thinking about all those songs like my mind's telling me no but my body yeah the lyrics right like age ain't nothing but a number 
No, it's so much more than a number. It's just like, it's, it's deep. That's deep as fuck. And anyway, prayers over everyone involved, except R. Kelly. Fuck you, nigga. Last but not least, Harry and Meghan Markle are separating from the royal family to move to America. Dun, dun, dun. So literally got that notification from Twitter mm. today. Like lit- that was a notification that popped up. Like they're yeah. ste- stepping down from the royal family. What's up with that? Yeah, I didn't even know you could do something like that. Um, I thought once you were a royal, you were a royal. I didn't know you had to like literally live at the palace in order to be in the family. So. I'm curious to see what that looks like or if are they beefing or is it like an amicable thing like is the queen going to come and visit you yeah like what I don't I I really wonder what that even really fully means in the long in the long term but Mm -hmm. we'll see anything else for nosy news Mm -mm. that's it that's all I got now it's time for two cents, a two cents. Mm-hmm. Let me hear you now. Let me hear you now. Do you have something on your chest laying on your heart about anything? Um, let me think. What is on my spirit? You know what? I really don't have much on my spirit right now other than just preparing to get on a plane tomorrow that I, once again, have not packed for, you know, so. Do you have any projections for yourself about love, like, for 2020? I feel like I've been hearing a lot of 2020 goals regarding love. Like, people wanting to manifest that into their Well, I did put love on my vision board. I put love on my vision board. I put like a cutout of like a really sexy dark chocolate man with a beard who's like cradling someone from behind. And I like covered up the face because I don't really want that man, but I want a lot of his physical characteristics. And um, I did put that. And I feel like a lot of people around me have been trying to speak love into my life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like my grandmother obviously is at the forefront of that. She is almost relentless at this point of me finding the love of my life and having children and having a family. She really wants that for me sooner than later you know she's been on that campaign but just the other day I was at her house and we prayed together for my she prayed for me to have the best of everything is what she said mm-hmm. but what she really meant in her heart was that I start a family because that's actually my true calling in life above a career in her mind right. my um, co-worker said oh you're gonna be in New York this week and you're going to be walking down. She she said Fifth Avenue, but I'm like, okay, why are we oh, all the way over there? But fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> she said that I was going to be on my phone and I was just going to bump into the man of my dreams and it was going to be like a fucking rom-com. Because if you're over on Fifth Ave, then he has to have a little coin. You know, right. that's why she's placing you there. Okay, maybe that's why, but... I'm not going to be on Fifth Ave. You know what I mean? I'm going to be in fucking Harlem somewhere. So. Anyway. I feel like a lot of people have been wishing it for me. And I think that I am actually open and ready to receive. You know what I mean? Right. I'm. I am here. I'm here for it. I'm getting myself. I'm actively getting myself right. I'm not just talking about it. And if, you know, somebody want to hop on this train now before it totally gets out the station. Come on on that train that you to ride in. Come, come on. on. Train that you to ride in. Woo, woo. Come on train that you to ride in. 
Yes, yes. So that's how Fellas, I feel. you better, you know, think quick because the clock is ticking. Don't I'm be dumb. Getting, I'm only getting finer. You know what only I mean? Only getting finer. And what can you do about that? You know? Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Are you feeling any way for 2020 in the love department? Am I feeling any way for 2020 in the love department? No, I think that I'm just going to continue to explore me and really figure out what I want. And that happens by dating, discovering, experimenting. Okay, experimenting. <laughs> the bitches love to experiment, don't they? You know, that's explore, experiment. Oh, Lewis and Clark, bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Columbus on the uh, 17th. We know he was a fake ass explorer. We know he was a fake ass explorer, <laughs> but I was running out of names of explorers. Shit. I know, boo. I know. All right, well, happy new year once again. Um, I'm glad that you made it back safe and sound. Everything you left with, you returned with, plus so much more. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking forward to having that same experience in uh, five short months. (laughs) Yes. Actually, not the same experience, my own unique experience. And I'm looking forward to you sharing it with us. Oh, you know it. And I'm trying to paint my walls, too. Arts. Arts, art, art. Art is valuable, people. Valuable. And now I know I will never buy art in the US. I've never bought art anyway, you know, like, but I will never buy it unless I really enjoy, unless I know if I really enjoy the artist. Yeah, of course. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is I just won't buy it from like, you know, ready made. Like it has to mean something. Right. All right, well, that about wraps up the episode. You can always find us on the interwebs, on our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com backslash podcast. You could, of course, hit us up. Um, SoundCloud, other platforms where podcasts are, like Apple Podcasts, like Stitcher, like TuneIn. All those places where listening is made available. Mm-hmm. Continue to listen on those places. <laughs> sign me up podcast at gmail.com at sign me up podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm cheeky Bobby. That's another episode of sign me up podcast signing out. <laughs> <laughs>